But we digress. Exactly. Um, no, so they're just, they, they are everywhere. They really are what, the, those photos taken on, you know, the boat. Um, it was a that, shot. That really, they say it's a shot seen around the world. Exactly. And it's one of those things that it was, it really started the paparazzi going after stars like that. There, 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 there never been something like that before. And it's been that way ever since. But they are really larger than life. There is nobody today that even compares. Nobody. No, they're, they're going with politicians, you know, they're hanging out with royalty. I love that one. But, but first, they they are doing they Cleopatra, right? And they go into right. this. Eddie's like, I'm not getting divorced. She and Eddie were going to uh, adopt because she wanted another child, and she wanted one with Eddie because before she met Richard. And they saw this beautiful German baby, Maria, and her parents couldn't afford surgery, so they they let her go. And Elizabeth and Eddie um, wanted her to have surgery, and Elizabeth paid for it. And they had adoption papers to adopt Maria. And Eddie and Elizabeth were supposed to adopt Maria. But something came along and that didn't happen. (laughs) Eddie did not adopt Maria. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, um, uh, Richard went ahead and completed the adoption with uh, Maria. And adored her. He loved... uh, Yeah. I heard that all... Uh, one of Elizabeth's kids came when Eddie left. Elizabeth said nobody had any reaction, <laughs> like ho hum, you know. But when Rich, they one of the sons said, "I prayed that you would marry Richard." They loved Richard. He loved Liza. He loved all the you know. They went through the rebellious phases too, the boys. But he loved Liza. He loved Maria, and they adored him. And he had a very close relationship with all the children. Exactly. And he, I I mean, I do think that Richard was genuinely a great guy. I do have to say that. I do too. And, you know, um, part of the guilt he felt because he went back and forth to Sybil and Elizabeth said, go tell her you want a divorce. He goes, sees Sybil and the kids and he can't say it. So Elizabeth attempts suicide this one time she sent in, her stomach's pumped out. Then she's with Richard, and she's taking pills. She say she, she's just done with it. And he thinks she took vitamin C, but he can't wake her up, so he takes her to the hospital. And allegedly, Sybil takes pills and tries to kill herself. This is a big cycle of and, and Richard supposedly did something and tried to kill himself. And Eddie, who knows? I don't think Eddie tried to kill himself because I think he's he's just... A weasel, you know? <laughs> He's just a yeah. weasel. Uh, no, I, I doubt Eddie. Although I have, okay, so I actually have heard that Eddie did try to kill himself at one point, but I don't necessarily believe that. Yeah, he's just I such think a it's just one of those. Yeah, I just think it's one of those things that's so wrapped up because they're all like trying to, they're all having suicide attempts and it's just a thing and not it's a thing to do. Oh, Elizabeth thing, had two. But... Let me have one, you know. <laughs> and let me yeah. pretend to have one because, you know, Eddie didn't want to die. And nobody, yeah. re- I don't think any of them really wanted to die, but they just wanted to get out of the situation. It was so hurtful. And Elizabeth said, I don't want to hurt Sybil. I like Sybil. I met Sybil. 
And, you know, she, she didn't want to hurt her. And at one point she told Richard, I will be there when you need me and you can stay with Sybil. But, of course, that wasn't going to work out. But they did a movie together, yeah. the VIPs. Richard was they, still. They did. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the VIPs, um, I'm going to be honest with you, this isn't one of my favorite movies. Mine either, but I, I watch did. it just, uh, I love Rod Taylor um, very much in this movie. And uh, Maggie Smith, they're my favorite <laughs> story in the movie but this movie makes me laugh because Orson Welles is in it and he's hammy as hell and I'll get to it later why I'm laughing because he really put down Elizabeth and Richard later on but um no it's not my favorite I have it on my DVR I'll watch it I've watched it a few times but I'll watch it again yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally understand that. Um, and like you said, I mean, they're so, they're going back and forth even to this. I mean, it's not like they are going, you know, and they get married after like a no, month or No, it's not full speed that, ahead. There's tons of drama and trauma. People, you know, people spitting on Elizabeth. Can you imagine mm-hmm. spitting on another human being you don't even know? Because of that, no. I, I just, no. I'd want to beat them up myself if I saw someone spit on somebody. I would just be so outraged. But she yeah. just kind of, you know, she just dealt with it. But I, I just can't even fathom it. No, it, it, it's like this whole thing. And, I mean, they're followed everywhere they go. They can't, like, get any, you know, moment alone. Finally, they're, they do decide, you know, we have to end this for everybody. Um Richard gives Sybil a million dollars in custody of the kids. And Eddie's Eddie, holding it up, though. Eddie's holding it yeah. up. And they did uh, Night Eddie, of the Iguana, and they were not married yet. But he had left Sybil. They were together. But they, they still could not get married because Eddie was holding it up. Exactly. Eddie's a, Eddie's just a piece of work. <laughs> um, Eddie finally agrees to it. I don't know if their settlement has ever, like, come out, but no. Eddie finally agrees to it. Um, I'm sure he got paid handsomely for it. Right. Uh, and so 1964, um, they actually get married the day after my birthday, which is why I always remember the first time they got married. Um, they get married on March 15th, 1964. Uh, and it's, it, again, it's just huge. I don't think any, you can really like, you, it's very easy to underestimate how popular they are as a couple. They were, they and they, did. they didn't have a huge wedding and I, you know, the photos them I posted and they're beautiful. You know, Elizabeth's wearing a yellow thing and. You know, they just look in love and beautiful and they were in London. They got married there. And Richard mm-hmm. was doing, he did Hamlet in street clothes. Did you know that? I would have loved to have seen something like that. He didn't, because oh, he hated wearing tights. He thought they were really stupid. He didn't want to be in tights. So they, they played Hamlet in street clothes. But um, during rehearsals, Elizabeth was there. And then on opening night, she was sitting in the audience and it became this huge thing. They couldn't start uh, the play. Because people were like crowding around a little, so Elizabeth had to to escape from there. But then she was 
and, you know, she was there every night, but backstage or watching, whatever, or listening. And he brought her on stage and he said, to quote some, I don't know, there will be no more marriages. And the audience applauded. And then they became loved again. They became very beloved. Once they got married. They, they did. Yeah, once they got married. Yeah, people um, people really did love them once they got married. Everything else was forgiven. And I mean, they make like almost a hundred million dollars in you know the 60s between the two of did them they they really all, you know oh did they mean like eight, i have i have 87 million dollars oh wow um and it's and they spent it they spent and it and they did well i mean you know he's buying her you know two million dollar necklaces i couldn't do that um, i find that to be you know in that ring that rock which was from something and i loved it princess margaret said oh that's so huge it's so vulgar elizabeth said uh you want to try it on and then she tries it on she said not so vulgar now huh? you know princess margaret oh, it's yeah so vulgar. but she wants to wear it. oh god <laughs> uh, yeah no the, the i think that one was the crop diamond yes um it's just, yeah, they're just, they're starring in, you know, successful movies like The Sandpiper, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, um, you they know. They did, uh, what's the one they did in Haiti? Is that The Comedians? That was oh, gosh. a really bad yes. movie, and it made me want to sweat. They were sweating terribly, and they were in Haiti. And it was sort of like Baby Doc Duvalier, who was the dictator, and he did a lot of things, but they were there, and Alec Guinness was in it as well. But yeah, that's the comedians. It's something. What was the one that was Boom? They made a movie named Boom, right? They, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I have not worked throughout their entire filmography because I know they have like 12 movies together, um, and I, I. So I used to be really into watching her movies and I got to Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf and for some reason that movie scarred me like as a teenager. Oh, it scarred me too. I have not seen it either in a long, long time. I have not seen it. It scarred me terribly. Yeah. The the only one I think I've seen after that is um, The Taming of the Shrew and I just really do it for Elizabeth's hairstyle in that movie. Yeah, and they didn't let me. Okay, so I'm on Liz's IMDb, so we're here. Okay, so they did 12 together. They did Cleopatra. Um, He did Beckett, and she was an extra. The Sandpiper, Who's Afraid of Virginia, The Taming of the Shrew. Um, She wanted him to star, and Monty Clift as well, to star in Reflections of the Golden Eye. You ever see that? That's a real freaky movie. You know, I probably should watch it. Um, Marlon Brando's in it, and gosh, who's that guy? He was in some Quentin Tarantino comeback movie. Um, Yeah, so it's, um, yeah, and they did have Boom, The Comedians, Dr. Faustus Boom, um, she was an Anne of a Thousand Days as an extra. And there's rumors that he had an affair with um, Genevieve, Genevieve Bougeot. But he writes in his di- uh, diary how much he couldn't stand her. So I'm saying that's probably not true. 
Yeah, that, they're a really hard couple to place down where they are. And they fight so much, and they drink a lot. Oh, my and they, God, you know, his drinking. They, her. they said she can now drink him. And when they were on the night of the iguana, everybody was drinking. You know, Ava, of course. And, um, you know, Deborah is not as prudish as one thinks. She whooped it up herself. And, and Robert Mitchum, if he thought so, he said, Robert Mitchum said that uh, Deborah Carr was his favorite broad, favorite actress to work with. She was fun. And, you know, she was not just like, oh, dad, dear me. And her husband, mm-hmm. P- Peter Vertel, he had an affair with Ava. Um, and he was, I think the he was something. He did. Some, I think he wrote the screenplay of uh, Night of the Iguana. But, um, you know, everybody went there thinking that, oh, they're not married. Will it be Richard? Elizabeth's there. Will he go for a suit lion or will he go for Ava? Well, he didn't go for any of them. They all had their own thing. But they all had fun and and they all drank. (laughs) Oh, they they definitely, they they definitely all drank in the day. It was, there was a lot of drinking um but then of course they like passionately make up with each other and everything and it's just it becomes like this huge thing yeah they like you know love and hate i mean people would hear them one day he did another film with claire bloom who he had had an affair with and claire elizabeth was very unhappy about him doing this movie with her and um of course, she was on the set, and whenever they had scenes together, she was there, and Claire was very uncomfortable. But, you know, you can't blame her. <laughs> you know, you've been around, you've heard it, you've seen it, so you want to be there. Um, but they, they didn't, and she said that Elizabeth invited her and the director to dinner at their thing, and Elizabeth ended up getting bored and went into the bedroom and kept calling on the intercom for Richard to come in, and then he came in and they heard him, them fighting and, like, fists, fisticuffs and everything going on. I mean, they really, you know, they heard it all, and then they'd make up. Yeah, they just, they're going, you know, back and forth, and like we said, you know, he's, they buy, they're spending their money as soon as they get it. I mean, apparently Richard rides in, Richard and Liz ride an airplane. And then when the, you know, airplane rides over, Richard goes and buys the damn jet. You know, it's just like, I, I don't think anyone can, you know, comprehend exactly how much these people are spending and just yes. like the amount of money they have. The entourage, you know? the yacht, the the luggage, the the kids, the nannies, the dogs, the everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were they were making it, they were piling in the dough, but they were also spending it, you know, like water, like in the jewels, exactly. for goodness sakes yikes oh, okay so richard is starting to have affairs with extras yeah so richard um has affairs with like bit players and extras supposedly during the filming of one movie elizabeth like catches wind that he has taken like an extra girl into his trailer and she smashes a vodka bottle <laughs> and goes after like this extra girl and the girl like runs out of the trailer um and then of course he starts 
uh, his affair with Princess Elizabeth of Yugoslavia. Yes. And he actually, so then that is when all bets are off and it's called divorce court. Correct. So the couple files for divorce, it's, it's not as messy as you would think. That's the only nice thing about, you know, 1960 or 1970s, I should say at this point, is that they're not doing like this super like messy divorce. They get divorced, you know, and everything. And then they, he's, you know, with Princess Elizabeth and he wants, Elizabeth, they're and, engaged actually. Yeah. And, you know, Elizabeth, I don't think is really like, Henry Weinberg, the car salesman, because Richards makes big time fun of him. Used car sales. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. Even more. She's she's going to to go with the everyman, which, of course, we see again later with Larry. But um, they they can't stay apart. They they both end their relationships with other people. He... uh, he sits there, and they just, they can't stay apart from each other. So, they were know, so a, they were apart for, what, a year? Yeah, but yeah, roughly a year. And then they just realize, oh my gosh, it's, you know, Liz is the love of my life, Richard's the love of my life. And they, they remarry in Bot- Africa. Yeah, they get, they get married in Botswana, um, which is near, you know, Zimbabwe and... Uh, you know, like on the on that side of Africa, very exotic. Um, it is, and they're married for less than a year. I think they get married in October and they separate in uh, like July. Yes, but the thing is, uh, they go to um, they get become friends with Susie Hunt and her. I think he's James Hunt. He was a racer, and um, she was having problems because he was a philanderer and. Susie was staying with them. And if I was Elizabeth, I would have said, sorry, Susie, get out of here. Susie was the antithesis of Elizabeth. She was this, like, she was about five foot ten. She was blonde, thin. And Richard was quite taken with her and whatever. She was there. And I'm sure Elizabeth wasn't pleased and then became divorced again. Less than a year after. They they were, and it was this huge thing. He actually ends up marrying Susie, who's like 16 years younger than Liz, yeah. by the way. Yeah, which was really um, kills her. She's this tall, blonde, skinny, and 16 years younger. Thanks, Richard. Ouch. You know? <laughs> I talked to a lady who worked for the National Enquirer, and our sound was terrible, but she, in her book, describes... Uh, This is before Susie and Richard got married. And she goes and she gets this, um, she finds out where they're staying. And so she stands on this hill and she peeks in the slat and Susie's by the beach. She gets a lot of tan and what Richard's reading a book. And then he comes in and towels her off and says, don't get too tan. She's close enough. She stays there for hours. She's close enough to see the color of Susie's toenail polish. Can you imagine? But she found out, you know, she's like, okay, they're together. They're going to get married. She got the scoop, but yikes. Anyway, they married yeah. and they were married for a while. Yeah, they were married for, um, like six years. Yes. Um, 
And uh, during that time, Susie is supposedly extremely jealous of Liz. Um, there's a famous story, which I'm sure you've heard it too, where Richard is going to appear on stage somewhere and the, you know, plays well, pamphlets have, um, an advertisement for Elizabeth Taylor's jewelry line. Mm. And Susie apparently demands that every pamphlet have the ad ripped out or else. Richard I never heard on. that. Wow. So it's it's like this huge thing, you know, but their their marriage ends. And then, of course, um, Richard marries for the fourth and or well, I guess fifth, if you want to count each marriage lived separately. Sally Hay. Hey, Sally Hay. And of course, if Susie was jealous of Liz, Sally was extremely jealous of Liz. Sally, let me put it in a very kind way, was not attractive. She was very thin. She was 20-something, probably 20 years younger. But Richard and Richard had, uh, Elizabeth had married um, Warner. What's his name? John Warner, the senator. That's when she gained all that weight. She was miserable. He called her my little heifer. Then she married, she went out with like a Mexican businessman and she got close with this Iranian guy. And then Richard and Elizabeth were going to do Broadway playing private, um, what is it? Private lives. No cowards play private lives. So Elizabeth goes to a spa. I think she gets, you know, some work done, whatever. And she's hoping to reunite with Richard. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Richard shows up with Sally Hay as his wife. And she was his yeah, and I, assistant. Yeah, and I don't think that Liz ever really got over that. No, and I, um, I, I wonder if he married her for protection <laughs> because he was tired and he was all, and he was so young still. I think he died when he was 56 or 57 or whatever. I don't know why he married. He needed her. She took really good care of him. Um, so when Elizabeth saw that, she immediately called the businessman, the Mexican businessman, Victor Luna, to come. And so she wasn't like alone and she didn't look like some desperado. And they took pictures, a lot of pictures, Sally Hay and Elizabeth and Richard and Victor. And there's some where, you know, Elizabeth you know, play choking Sally Hay and vice versa. And um, I'm sure Elizabeth liked to choke her. But, you know, that kind of put a damper because Elizabeth thought that that would be them reuniting finally doing that that uh, play. But mm-hmm. it was not to be. And I think her heart was broken there. I, I really think it was. And I really think that, you know... Um, I, I really think that Sally, and I, I mean, I can't say that I blame her, but I do think that Sally has had a hard time accepting the fact that, you know, she was never going to be the love of Richard's life, even though she was his last wife. Well, I'll have to tell you about that one. Um, so they finish that and they go back to England and Richard has a terrible headache and he ends up it's a brain hemorrhage and he dies. Elizabeth, of course, is devastated. But Sally, you know, says, no, you can't come to the funeral, which I, I don't blame her. You know, she's the widow and Elizabeth is going to mm-hmm. bring all this um, 
publicity and stuff to it. So she quietly, but people took pictures of her, went to Richard's grave on her own and with Richard's brother. Because eventually, they very quickly fell in love with Elizabeth. They loved Sybil, but um, Elizabeth won them all over. And she really did get the play that she was like the widow. I'm not saying she did it on purpose, but the press did it. Because she mm-hmm. was devastated. And she said, he, you know, he was the love of my life. And he was. Anyone doubting that. And she always thought they'd get together. And he wrote beautiful. If you read his diaries uh, up until the end, he wrote beautiful stuff. Elizabeth married Larry Fortensky. He was her last husband. She met him at, I think, Betty Ford. What was he? Yep, a construction worker? He was a construction worker. He was a he was a plumber, I think. Um, You know, he was a working class Joe. Yeah, and they get married at Disneyland, and I believe Michael Jackson married them. Oh dear, and um, because Elizabeth and him never had a childhood, and so whatever. Anyway, um, Sally Hay, Elizabeth, of course, died. She was not married to anyone. She had a lot of problems. But she never stopped loving Richard, and allegedly she kept a letter he wrote to her um, shortly before he died by her bed. And then recently I read, because Sally Hay Burton has never come out saying anything, so I read an article recently that she wrote, or she was interviewed for, she now calls herself Sally Burton, she looks more she looks younger and gorgeous i mean she she made herself over she looks like a and she's never remarried mm-hmm. and she's sort of like you know keeper of the throne of richard burton and in it she said everybody says they love their life well they got divorced twice how can they be the love of each other's life when you get divorced twice well honey if you get divorced if you get married once and then divorced you can still be the love of someone's life, but then you try it again. They were the love of each other's lives, but she denies that till the end. It's an interesting article. She just never got it. And she was only mm-hmm. with him for a year. Come on, Sally. And he was old and sickly. Not that old, but he was very sickly. And she, you know, she waited on him hand and foot. She was like uh, an, a Sybil in some sort of way. You know, definitely. I think he found comfort in her. Yes. And I and part of me, like I said, he was tired. He was not feeling well. And I think he married her because for protection, because he just didn't mm-hmm. feel up to dealing with the, the drama that's Elizabeth. He and Elizabeth. I could be wrong. But I think I know that he needed Sally. Did he love her? In his own way. But was he in love with her? Did he have a passion like he had for Elizabeth? No way, Jose. Not for any yeah. woman. Never. Yeah. No. I, I 100% um, agree with you. I just, that that's, it was just Liz was the love of his life and he was the love of Liz's life. Yes. And I hope, you know, I really wanted them. I rooted through all of it, that they would be together, that they would get to, I think everybody did. And I know Elizabeth did, but um, I just think in his illness and his later 
by the time he was doing private parts, you know, she, then she started drinking again, doing it when she brought Victor Luna up. She didn't care about Victor Luna, but she felt, you know, like very hurt that he was married. She was counting on it. The press was making this big deal about it. Liz and Dick, number three, question mark. Mm -hmm. So when he brought Sally Hay, she sent for Victor Luna. You can't blame her. I don't blame her. I would have too. And yeah, I, I worked on the same thing. Yeah. So they were to me and still are. There is no couple in show business that would ever surpass these two. Maybe someday, but not not anyone I can think of. They were everything. I mean, they were highs, lows, love, hate, but they had a passionate love. And um no. I, I 100% agree. I think that they are probably the greatest love story that we've covered in the series. I believe so. I believe they are 100%. I mean, we didn't carry Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward or any of these guys because, you know, there's really, we can say they were happy, blah, blah, blah. This went on. But, you know, the ones that are really iconic are the ones that are troubled and not. You know, they're interesting, more interesting. And I'm sorry for if you're a long time married people, I'm sure you're very interesting too. But as far as doing a show, you know, you need the real love, hate, and tragedy. And it makes me sad. But I uh but I believe she loved him till the end, and I think he loved her to the end too, even though he was married to Sally Hay. And as much as Sally Hay would like to think he wasn't. Exactly. I 100% agree with you, Grace. And read his biography. Read his, there's one just solo Richard Burton biography. Read it. You'll see. You'll see. Mm-hmm. He tells us, and he's not writing anything poetic about Sally Hay. No offense. And I am trying to get her on the show. <laughs> well, we'll see. But hopefully she won't listen to this episode. No, let's hope not. Let's hope not. But you can't blame her. I, you know, I get what she's going through. Anyway, this was our Liz and Dick episode, and I adore them. Here's an FYI. They did Lucille Ball's show, and he could not stand her. Lucy is not funny. She admitted it to herself, but she is, you know, she's in charge. And she didn't think it was being funny enough. And he said, she's directing me like I'm doing a four-hour, you know, Shakespearean play. He couldn't stand Lucy. And... As I said with VIP, I just wanted to mention Orson Welles was in this and he played this director with an accent and Orson thought his nose was too small for his face and you could see the putty he had put on and he had this young girlfriend and some some lady was on a plate, I think, some mysterious dame or something. I don't know. An old lady. I don't know her name. Anyway, one time uh, later... Richard was out to dinner. No, uh, Orson and somebody were dining. Perhaps it was Peter Bogdanovich who became very great friends with them until they had a falling out. And Orson, um, Richard came up to Orson and said, hi, I'm coming here and I want, uh, I wanted to see if it's okay if I bring Elizabeth over. And of course, drunken Orson says, no, she ruined you. No, I don't want to meet her. She ruined your career. So, excuse me, Orson, 
There will be no wine before it's time. Please, you know, talk about sellouts. In Hurton, I thought that was just Hurton, Burton, and Taylor was really horrible. But that's another just FYI tidbit. Isn't that awful? You know, I feel like Orson is Orson, and you either like Orson or you don't like Orson, but Orson was always going to say what Orson was thinking. Oh, he did. But um, the 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 really funny thing to me is he worked with them both on the VIPs. And he played, and, and he really, I mean, selling out, he played, you know, he was in this film called, um, I don't know, really bad fake putty nose. He did really, you know, and then he was with, I don't know, Paul Masson, and they had all these things where he was drunk. I don't care, you know, whatever. We all have yeah. our problems, and he he was just drunk, and he said what he said, but boo. But they well, were well, the it. best. They were the best. Mm-hmm. They were the brightest. Uh, Elizabeth's brother, Howard, died this week. This is an FYI. Um, he was gorgeous. His mother wanted him to become a star. He did not want to become an actor. So the night before his audition, he shaved his head. So hence, <laughs> he missed, missed it. He was beautiful. He was a beautiful boy, too. And he just died this week. So R.I.P. Elizabeth's brother. Uh, yeah, no, the only person who would have been really, like, close with Liz but still alive then would be um, Jack Warner, her, the senator husband. John Warner, yeah. Larry died, or John, yeah, not Jack, John. Yeah, because Larry died a few years ago. He did? Larry Fortensky died? Yeah, he died in, like, 2016. Of what? Uh, complications from surgery. He was getting, uh, I think, skin cancer removal. Oh, I didn't know he died. Funny how yeah, yeah, so. hmm, they didn't put it in the, the main papers or something. I thought Larry was still hanging in. And, you know, I thought they were a cute couple for the time. You know, he was what she needed. He loved burgers. Well, plus they got married at Neverland. I mean, you know, uh, how many people can say that Michael Jackson married him at Neverland? Right. And closed the park and they had fun and whatever. But, you know, I thought that was a sweet story. You know, I, I, I actually liked it, too. Yeah. But we are talking about Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton and, boy, you know... I've loved people and they've loved me, but man, if I had a chance to have that kind of a love and hate, it's worth it, I believe. I really do. No, I agree with you. And I mean, I just have to say, you know, I feel kind of bad for Warner because it had to be hard being the husband after Burton. Um, but he called her my little heifer. Come on. <laughs> I mean, that is true. That is a fair point. And she she, she was not. And that's when she got heavy and Joan Rivers started making fun of her. And she almost choked to death on a chicken bone going to one of those stupid dinners. And she was going in the back way. So, I mean, she was really torn apart. And she got very heavy. Mm -hmm. And a couple, I don't know, they won something and they got to have dinner. And they said she was so down to earth and she kept pouring us wine. (laughs) She was talking about how bored she was. And, you know, she was so out of her element with that. He was handsome, yes. And that's what attracted her. But um, 
Mm-mm. They were not a match made in heaven or anywhere else. No, not at all. Yeah, but oh dear, what a lovely story! I should, you know, we should have waves crashing, you know, and then sort of <laughs> the sun going I down. I know, right? On this, because that's what Some the relationship. That meddler in the background, right? <laughs> And Richard telling her you are beautiful beyond pornography, even though you have a double chin. And oh, this is funny. <laughs> he was rubbing her feet and lies, and he said, "I love you, honey, but you got the ugliest feet. But I still love you, <laughs> Elizabeth. That size nine feet. People kill me. I I do this thing, and I go when I see pictures of when I post on my Facebook page. There's this thing called Wiki Feet. So when I see feet. I go, okay, let me go to Wiki Feet and see what they say about their shoes. Oh my gosh, so I love Wiki Feet. They have some really <laughs> rare pictures on there. I'm on Wiki Feet more than I should be. You love Wiki Feet? Oh my yeah. God. If you want to see bunions, oh my God, you guys, everything. They have ugly feet, like the ugliest feet. They rate your feet. (laughs) Yeah, you could put your feet up on on with your feet and they can like rate your feet. You really do? What do you look for? (laughs) So they, okay, so I'm not looking at it for the feet pictures. Let's just clarify. I look at for the celebrity ones. That's that's the only one I look for is the celebrity ones when there's, you know, someone putting out their feet. Yeah, a lot of times I can find like rare Jane pictures and stuff on there. Yeah, so that's all I look for. It's like, aha, look, Jane, uh, Jane. Jane, whatever, is, is doing a beach thing and there's her feet. And Elizabeth was always self-conscious. She was five foot two and she had five, size nine flippers. Those are pretty big yeah. feet for someone five foot two. So uh, then I go on and, and like Audrey Hepburn had size 11 feet. She was very embarrassed about her feet. Um, and Lauren Bacall, when I, she does a foot shot, she also had like size 10 feet, which turned into 11 feet. So it's a riot to me. I just, and I, so I say, okay, kids, it's wiki feet time. But you know what? They don't have male celebs, really. Well, you know, I guess that's something they need to work on being more all inclusive about yes, having because some men's feet. I've seen men's feet and I've tried to wiki feet male, you know, classic movie people and I have not been lucky about that. You know, I I say we file a complaint. <laughs> we want some classic movie male wiki feet. Yeah, cuz you guys can give us shoe sizes. Yep, totally understand. Love it. Anyway, everybody, I hope you liked um, our series. We tried to do it for the summer, and we're pretty close. What is it? September 13th, my nephew Scott's birthday. I love you, my Scott. And um, we pretty much did. So, you know, we love you. I know you love April because I've gotten a lot of nice notes, (laughs) and you love us together, as I do. And so we hope you enjoyed the show. And of course, April will be back because she April's just, always back. Yes, she she my she's my my uh, numero uno. I love doing this with April. It's just like you know, doing it with someone you've known your whole life. That's how I feel with April. That's how I feel about you too, Grace. We should get married. We should get married. <laughs> I'm fine with that. 
dear. You know? What the heck, you I, know? I'm so good with that. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, everybody, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the people for writing in and missing us. And um, we will be back. And, you know, Elizabeth and Richard rule. They are my faves, as is April. So there we go. Yes, most definitely. You can check out April. April is writing. Hey, tell us about your Jane book before you go. Oh, yeah. So I have my Jane photo book. Um, I, I'm focusing on that. And that will be a photo book that covers her whole life. So ho- hopefully that goes well. And then, um, as you know, I have the modern day movie podcast. I started with a friend. So we'll see how that goes. Yes. Tell tell. Yes, because I have been asked if you do any other podcasts. So what's the name of that? <laughs> uh, it's just called Aardvark Cinecast. Don't ask. I didn't. I didn't pick the name, but um, yeah, we're we're doing a giveaway right now. So if people want to go on Instagram, they can win movies from us right now. Yeehaw! So um, give yeah. me that info, and I will paste it, post it, and paste it. And um, very cool. Perfect. Thanks, Grace, so much. And please still come on my podcast all the time. You're always my number one. Don't worry. Thank you. Okay, everybody. Thanks so much. Thank you, April. And um, I'm going to be doing it. To me, uh, fall is like the new beginning school, all that stuff. So I have tons of great podcasts coming on and April will be among them. So thanks, everybody. Thank you, April. Thanks for having me, Grace. And bye, everybody. Thank you. Listen to the stories of Tinsel.